Hey friends, welcome to t- uh, Friday. <laughs> Got to get my day straight. Friday, April 27th. Can you believe April's almost uh, over? I can't believe that. We are preparing for a wonderful weekend at Emmanuel. We are uh, opening John 14. And wow, this is just, oh my, it's one of the best chapters in the whole Bible. So um, it's, it's just one of these things. It's like, which way do you go with it? It's so awesome. And uh, it's, it's Jesus in this upper room with his disciples, preparing them for his absence and giving them their directives uh, and, and trying to teach them and train them how to frame their existence, their whole life story. And so, um, so we're asking God to really meet with us in a special way on Sunday as we open John 14 and continue through John. Uh, the second special component of this day is that um, we're hosting Shane and Shane for the day. And so uh, with a handful of members of our worship team, Shane Bernard and Shane Everett will be leading worship in the morning service, and then we'll be leading a night of worship in concert on Sunday night. So if nothing else, you pray for us. Uh, We're simply trying to uh, magnify Jesus, bless our church family, and uh, give the gospel to people in New England. And it's dark up here and secular and uh, cold at times so we are we're praying that jesus will be glorified this weekend and we're very excited about the opportunities before us and especially john 14 so we're in psalm 77 i want you to join me there we really left off in the beginning verse 11 Uh, yesterday we talked about this is my infirmity that moment of just surrendered submitted ownership the lord's will for me is to experience this for the moment. But, but, and here's the essence of that surrender, this does not define me, and this moment of, of hardship does not define my God or my faith. This, this concept is not original with me, and I, I, I forget where I first heard it, but it's the idea of this. <clears throat> Most believers interpret their faith and their God through the lens of their circumstances. But real faith interprets itself and circumstances through the lens of who God is. In other words, I will not decide who God is based on what's going on around me. I will flip the formula and I will reframe what's going on around me through the lens of who my God is. That changes everything. And this is essentially what this psalm is doing. In one position, the psalmist is tempted to interpret or understand God through the experience of a fallen human broken uh, moment, a a moment or a season of hardship. And and yet, as the psalm progresses, the psalmist turns and realizes, no, I'm going to start looking at my circumstances through the lens of who God is. And it really begins with with this is my infirmity, verse 10, this embracing, this ownership. And I want you to see something. We began to see it yesterday. The theme of remembrance goes through this psalm. It's it's, it's mentioned first in verse 3. I remembered God and was troubled. So in, in in the darkest place, the remembrance of God troubled him, created more doubt and despair. So verse 6 I call to remembrance my song in the night. So I'm, I'm, I'm embracing the night moment and 
singing maybe a song of worship or a song of mourning or lament, okay? Um, so that leads through this, this, this questions, okay, which are all rhetorical. Then he says in verse 10, I will remember the years. So we go from remembering basically trouble, troubled remembrance, to lamenting remembrance, to remembering good times where God was active, present, obvious. I'll remember the works of the Lord. And now it's almost like if, if this has a melody, I can see it getting even more excited and more positive. Surely I will remember thy wonders. So I'll go from remembering the years, good times, to the works, verse 11, good, good doings, good blessings of the Lord. And remember, this is all of the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. Um, surely, now more positive, I will remember thy wonders. So God has gone in this psalm from being a God of trouble, verse 3, to a God of wonders. So now verse 12, I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of all thy doings. So now the narrative changes. In the mind and heart and complaint and prayer of the psalmist. The psalmist says, I'm gonna, I, these things are captivating my heart. The, want, the works, the years where God was working have become sweet remembrances of wonders. God doing supernatural, amazing, jaw-dropping, marvelous, things worthy of marveling, um, remarkable things, okay? The word wonder is to be wonderful, to be marvelous, to be amazing, um, to fulfill, to stand astounded, okay? So now the psalmist is smiling in the dark. The psalmist is rejoicing in, in the hardship because he belongs and he's talking to and he has access to a God that does wonders, a God of wonders. And so verse 12, he says, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to let the narrative of my heart be swept up in meditating, considering, marinating my emotions, my psyche um, in your works, and I'm going to let it come out. I'm going to talk about what God is doing. Now, this is profound and powerful, and I'll, I'll leave it here for today. When you, from the depths of your own hardship, preach to your own soul that God's not forgotten you, he hasn't left you off, he's merciful, he's good, he's gracious, he's present, and he's going to be working. He is working. He is redeeming. He is doing something marvelous. When you, by faith, just trust, believe that God is doing something marvelous, then you start to choose to talk about the goodness of God in the depths of your suffering or your sorrow or your grief. People sit up and listen, and the message, uh, now you've got a megaphone. Your trial becomes a megaphone that magnifies God and magnifies Jesus as being bigger than your emotions, bigger than your feelings, bigger than your experiences, greater than your circumstances, and you are now on a healthy track, not because your circumstances have changed, but because your heart has been reshaped by the wonderful God who lives there. So meditate on his wonderful works in your life. Speak of those things. Turn your hardship 
into a megaphone and good things come out of it. So happy Friday. Pray for us this weekend. If I don't see you Sunday, I'll see you on Monday. Have a great day.